Any other scientific progress is irrelevant. 
That yes, that is unfortunate. Him and Steve Jobs. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we could bring those two guys back, this would be a much happier world. Hell, and Michael Jackson. Oh, did you hear about him? By the way, not to get too off topic, but they finally released some of the stuff that they uncovered when after he died. They went and went through Neverland Ranch and dug up a bunch of stuff. Did you hear about that? No. What happened? Oh, okay. Wow. So essentially they found tons of pornographic material of like people having sex with animals, kids being abused and raped, like the worst stuff you can ever imagine. And they dug that out of Michael Jackson's compound at Neverland Ranch. So what? Sorry to burst your little bubble. (laughs) I am... I am still going to be thrilled by his music. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, for me, it definitely tainted his legacy. Sorry to use the word taint. In there, but, uh, it, it, ruined, <laughs> it, ru- it ruined his legacy. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, you're right. We have not seen... I, I, I don't know. I'm not very involved in the scientific community. I'm sure there are lots of things that have happened that we just don't know about, but... You're right. They have not found a cure to cancer, to Alzheimer's, to Parkinson's, to dementia, to all of the major illnesses that still plague us to this day. There was that lady that got attacked by a chimpanzee, and it... uh, (laughs) I couldn't hold it. I tried so hard to hold it in. (laughs) She she, She got attacked by a chimpanzee. I swear this is not from Planet of the Apes. She got attacked by a chimpanzee, and it ripped... It ripped her face off. Um, oh, wow. And they replaced her face with a dead person's face. Okay, so Silence of the like, Lambs. Like Nicolas Cage, you know, like, right. face off. <laughs> oh, you know, and uh, so, I mean, there's crazy stuff they can do in the name of science, but you're right. I mean, 60 million chances and you still haven't cured cancer. I don't know. I'm sorry. To me, the cost is not worth the price of admission. Right, because you know, how many people get their face ripped off by a <laughs> by a chimpanzee so. <laughs> But the whole the whole thing kind of this is where the left and the right uh, fundamentally divide is because the left doesn't view these as human beings. So they're totally fine with cutting them up and using them for research because to them and their minds they're not even human to begin with. And so that's how they get away with the moral dilemma of chopping up body parts. Right. You know, and that's kind of where it comes down to is not so much who's right, who's wrong, you know, because uh, it really just comes down to what we morally believe. Uh, Hmm. You know, and I do think our country is seeing a nice little shift um, you know, Vice President Pence was actually, they had a, a pro-life rally at, uh, at the White House. Um, and Vice President Pence was the only vice president ever to uh, address the pro-life movement. Wow. And so the Trump, Trump's administration is fully behind, uh, you know, pro-life. And I'm sorry, but... Anybody that is pro-life is the furthest from being a racist that there possibly is. Huh. 
you're saying because of the disproportionate amounts of uh, African-American babies that are aborted every year. Is that why? Glad you asked. Let's go ahead and listen. Good afternoon. This is Autumn. Hello, Autumn. I'm, I'm interested in making a donation today. Fantastic. What about abortions for the underprivileged minority groups? I want to specify that abortion to help a minority group. Would that be possible? Like the black community, for example? Certainly. Okay. So... So the abortion could could be, you know, I could give money specifically for a black baby. That would that'd be the purpose. Yes, absolutely. Um, if you wanted to designate that you wanted your gift to be used to help an African-American woman in need, mm-hmm. um, then we would certainly uh, make sure that that gift was earmarked specifically for that purpose. Great, because I really face trouble with affirmative action, and I don't want my kids being disadvantaged, you know, against um, black kids. I just had a baby. I want to put it in his name. You know, so that's that's definitely possible. Oh, always, always. And we just think, you know, the the less the less black kids out there, the better. (laughs) Understandable, understandable. All right. Um, Excuse my hesitation. I'm. I'm, This is the first time I've had a donor call and make this kind of request. So I'm excited, and I want to make sure I don't leave anything out. Hello, this is Irene. Hi, um, I'm interested in, in uh, making a donation. I'd like to fund one abortion. Okay. I was wondering if that would be possible. Yes, we can definitely put that. Um, can I make the donation specifically for a minority group? Like a specific group yeah. of color? Like a yeah. group of... I mean, like, I want the abortion to be for an African-American baby. Okay. And I was wondering if that could be possible. The exact amount we charge right now is $450 for an abortion. Okay, $450. Mm-hmm. And um, we can definitely designate it for an African-American. Wonderful. Um, yeah. Um, if I wanted to help fund multiple abortions, could you also specify that this can be done for um, a specific group? Mm-hmm. Great, great. Um, well, I'm really excited, you know, because I really face trouble with affirmative action. I don't want my kids to be... Um, uh, disadvantaged, um, you know, yeah. against against um, against blacks within college, and you know, the less um, less blacks out there, the better. So. Yeah, yeah, it's a strange time for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Thank you so much, and uh, no you'll receive the check in a few days. Hello, this is Sue. May I help you? Hi, uh, Sue. I'm interested in making a donation. Great. So, could, could, would it be possible for me to, to donate that money specifically for these these minority groups so they could have access to abortions? Yes, it would be. Wonderful. And could I specify that abortion be done, or those abortions be done for a particular minority group, or how does that work? If you wish, you can. Okay. So, so for example, the black community in Tulsa, would it be possible to, to give the money specifically for that? You sure can. Wonderful. Great. The abortions will be done specifically for... The black community abortions. I can. I will mark it in such a way that definitely it will. On a black baby. Yes. Thank you. Great. Okay. Uh, so can I give you my credit card number? Yes. And parents and administration. This is Lisa. And who am I speaking with now? My name is Lisa Hutton. Lisa Hutton. What's your position? Administrative assistant. Okay. When I underwrite abortion, does that apply to minorities too? If you specifically want it to underwrite an abortion for a minority person, you can target it that way. You can you can specify that that's how you want it spent. Okay, yeah, because there's, so de- there's definitely way too many black people in Ohio, so I'm just trying to do my part. Okay, whatever. Well, blacks especially need abortions, too. So that's what I'm trying to do. 
Well, for whatever reason, we'll accept the Here's money. Here's the thing that we all forget. And I forget it all the time, too. We forget that these babies one day are going to grow up to become ex-babies. I'm an ex-baby. You are an ex-baby. Well, my wife would beg to differ, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we forget that these human beings are going to grow up to contribute, you know, more than likely contributes positively to society. You know, and so there's a lot of good to be brought into the world by obviously having more people in it. And it's just, you know, and you've got all these, you know, people saying, oh, it's pro-choice. You know, it's my right, my body, you know, whatever. You know, one argument that I that I hear a lot from my liberal friends is that, okay, great, you're pro-life. That's wonderful. But once the baby's actually born and the mother has to deal with that child, you guys don't give a crap at all. You're pro-lifers. You don't care at all about these uh -uh. kids. Because you don't support welfare. All my taxes go to welfare. <laughs> you don't support <laughs> free college. You don't support, you know, blah, blah, blah. So what is your response to, to that? There is not a single baby in this entire world that is unwanted. What I mean by that is... There are so many homes that want to adopt babies and kids, but the government, the, the bureaucratic red tape is thicker than a stack of Bibles. And then not, that's not to mention the cost. It's the government that says, no, we don't want you to adopt. You know, you can adopt these kids, but you're going to go through hell and fire first. That's if you're left standing. That's if you're left with any money in the bank. And then obviously, it's, it's, it's you know. It's insane how expensive it is to just adopt a child. It really, it feels like human trafficking. It really is. <laughs> when you is. look at the, the cost. Yep. It's the government holding these children hostage. It is. In, in exchange for money. And it's another way for them to say that, you know what? They, it's another way for them to, to, to have a reason to justify funding abortions. They get like $715, Planned Parenthood gets like $715 per abortion. And it's actually, they have a quota um, that they must meet. Everybody's talking about how Planned Parenthood is for prenatal and, you know, all blah, 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 whatever. But, you know, they, they actually have a, the, the only way they can stay in business is for them to perform these abortions on a regular basis. Wow. There is no regard for children or innocent life in our democracy. It's, you know, the rules have been changed, the laws have been written to protect the rich, to protect the powerful, to protect our comfort. But not, very, very little laws are written into effect where it's going to protect children and the most innocent of people. So... What do we do? I mean, we've got, you know, this, this abortion thing on the table, and that's never going to go away. You and I have talked about the fact that once a culture crosses a divide, there's no going back. And so we've got abortion now. It's a law. It's mandated. There's no way you're going to make that illegal. What do we do? Yeah. So my philosophy is be a rock in the road. You know, these people have gotten what they want, but 
We have no business to make it easy for them. We need to stand in their way. We need to continue to pester them. We need to continue to remind them of what they're doing is wrong. And we don't let anything that they do be easy. That's really all we can do because, like I said, it all comes down to morals. It all comes down to morals. The fights, the picket fight, you know, the picket lines, you know, all those things. They're not going to accomplish anything ever. It's ne- a picket line is never going to change somebody's mind. It never has. It never will. You're not going to convert people when you're screaming at each other from across the road. It's all a moral thing. It's all a morality thing. And as long as people continue to think just on themselves, as long as we continue to be a country of entitlement, then we're never going to have this issue go away. And millions of babies are still going to be continue to be killed. That's that's just the sad truth. And maybe once in a while, there will be somebody that converts over and realizes that, you know, killing these babies is wrong. And they will, you know, they will uh, act. But it's never going to happen on a cultural level. Hmm. It's never going to happen on a mass level. I do not believe. Which is just sad because even when you do have videos like the ones that were released of these. <laughs> I mean, you're literally looking at baby parts on a Petri dish. You still don't get, like, people's, the, the reaction that you're hoping for. And I, I just, I don't understand that. We're so desensitized. You know, we got all these shootings happening. And when you go online, the very first comments I always see are, you know, political comments. It's never, I'm so sorry, or this is so bad, or this is so sad. You know, it's never any of that. It's... Uh, you know, and we heard all those Democrats come out after the Vegas shooting saying, good, those people deserve to be shot. They were Trump supporters. We are, we're a hunger game society. Very much so. We want to see blood. We want to see pain. We want to be suffering as long as it's not done to us because the world has done great injustice. And we think that as long as somebody sheds blood, then there's, I think people see uh, justice in that. And the problem is there's, they're rooting for the wrong people to die. Hmm. <clears throat> I mean, I, I like what you said, though, about being a rock in the road, because, you know, for so long, the left has been the loudest voice in our country. I mean, conservatives, they don't rally. They don't boycott. They don't make noise. You know, and it's 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 because we're too busy being at work, (laughs) (laughs) contributing to society. We're too busy with those pesky (laughs) things called jobs. So annoying. Right. Uh, We got food on the table. We have families (laughs) that we didn't kill. (laughs) Um, But you know what? Like the squeaky wheel gets the grease. And, you know, it's time for us to start being squeaky. Um and uh, I'm tired of those little little bastard Antifa guys running around being the squeaky wheel, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All 25 of them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, it, you know, even just the whole uh, left, like, they're the so... And, you know, a part of it's the media, too. They like to play up the the voice of, of the left and uh, make it sound like everybody's on their side. I bet if you would take an honest poll that the abortion approval numbers are a lot different than the way the media reports on them. It's to the point where it's out of line. They're never going to, you know, the media is always going to paint the picture that they want to see. And 
so many people still, you know, believe everything they say because it's easy or because that's what they choose to believe in because it's their moral standing to, uh, you know, you're never going to have a Democrat come out and say, look, President Trump is having very good relations with China. That's great. That's just not going to happen. President Trump can cure cancer and people are still going to hate him. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's How dare you let re- Republicans live longer? Right. <laughs> oh, it's, it, it's all about where people's hearts are, I think, it is with this abortion thing. It's a matter of the heart. We're never going to change people's minds. You know, if it's going to happen, it's going to, you know, it's going to come in a revelation, you know, to them, probably without any of our doing. And it's not to say that I've given up. I'm always going to speak out against it, uh, you know, to be that rock in the road. I don't want to make it easy for anybody. And with that, uh, I hope that would be a call to arms for all of us. Let's continue being the rock in the road. Let's continue being the squeaky wheel. And let's continue being the voice for the voiceless, for people that don't have a voice in this issue. I like that. As always, stay safe from liberalism. This is Andy and Kyle with Bros to Bros. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.